0: Well, 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 would you believe it's that time of the week again, it's time for us to do our Monaco Grand Prix predictions, apologies for this one being late, normally I do it come the week before, that wouldn't have made sense with Spain, plus I was travelling for the last week, so this one's coming literally after FP2, but I guess that gives me a little bit more insight to finally see the cars on track before doing a prediction. And with that all in mind don't forget to like and subscribe before i put in p20 let's be honest it's latifi i don't even think this really needs an explanation at this point um it's basically just he's in the slowest car and he seems to be the least consistent driver or at least consistent in terms of how bad he is but i don't think we really need to explain more in p19 i'm going to put uh joe now while he has driven this track in some other categories i feel like even looking at him through fp1 and fp2 he didn't seem exactly comfortable in that car and therefore i think that that's going to cause some issues for him going forward Uh, and therefore i think it's going to be a bit of a struggle in qualifying because we know how messy qualifying is for the monaco grand prix and therefore i think this is going to be just a struggle of a weekend for him the car also doesn't seem particularly strong it does seem like bottas is getting more out of it but we know bottas goes well here anyway so i think that accounts for a lot of it because unlike many of the other tracks on the calendar at Monaco it definitely is one of those places where the driver can make up for a lot of the downfall of the car. Now with that being said let's move on to someone else that I really didn't want to put in here but at P18 I'm going to put uh, Mick Schumacher. It's just a simple case of I don't think that that car is particularly suited to this track. I think Magnussen is pulling a little bit more out of it but mainly just for the fact that as much as I want to see Mick in the points, I don't think it's going to be this weekend, just purely based, purely, purely, purely based on the fact that we've seen how much he's struggling this year with that car. We saw what he did at Jetta, and I feel like this is one of those things where he's going to either have to back off a little bit and put himself further down in qualifying, or he's going to push too hard and maybe clip a wall. And we know that qualifying here is very much 80%, well, qualifying in lap one, as Crofty said. In P17, I'm gonna put Lance Stroll. He doesn't seem particularly comfortable with that car at the moment. um, And also just not particularly comfortable with this track. And let's just be honest here, we all hate Lance Stroll, don't we folks? So let's hope for the worst. Moving swiftly on. In front of him in P15, I wanna say. 16, P16, I believe. I'm gonna put Esteban Ocon, and this is purely just based on the fact that Ocon Doesn't seem to be doing very well in FP1, FP2. I probably, if I hadn't have seen the practice, and I know a lot of you in the comments say, why do I do predictions so early? They're fun. They're not supposed to be over-the-top accurate. Um, But I would have said Ocon. I would have expected to go a little bit better here. But he just, again, does not seem comfortable in the car. And Alonso seems a lot more comfortable. And that's why I'm putting him so far down. In P15, um, for obvious reasons, I'm going to put Daniel Ricciardo. Unfortunately, he just doesn't seem to be having a great time this year. And I thought that he would come back with the new regs and really be pushing ahead of Norris. But we saw just with that little bit of a slide and caused him to go into the wall in free practice too. I think Monaco is very much a confidence track. Um, No matter how good you are here, if you don't have confidence to really push against those walls and push 100%, then qualifying is gonna be a little bit difficult. Ricardo just doesn't seem comfortable with that card. The issue being that if he has a bad time in qualifying tomorrow, We know overtaking and moving through the field is pretty difficult unless we get rain. I'm a bit pessimistic we're gonna get rain, and I'm also a bit pessimistic that anyone's gonna really move up. These new cars seem even lazier. Um, Yeah, I I just, I think Ricardo's confidence was already poor going in. We saw an fp one fp 2 He was doing well, but Norris was still way ahead. And again, much like what I said with Schumacher, I think it's gonna be one of those things where either his confidence will be knocked and he'll be back a little bit, or we're gonna see another mistake qualifying and I hope that doesn't happen because I love Ricardo. One man who does have confidence but not a great car is Alex Albon. I'm gonna put him P14. I think he's gonna do a solid job. I didn't just put in P14 because that's where he ended in FP2. I genuinely think he's comfortable with that car, and that's kind of where or whereabouts he's going to be. The car itself isn't great, let's be honest here. It definitely is the slowest car on the grid. However, it is definitely a track where the driver can make all the difference, and Albon seems to be fairly comfortable in the wet if that does happen, and he seems like he's willing to kind of make those charges and push a little bit more than everyone else. I think that's going to help him get up there. In P13, I'm going to put Magnussen. I think that he has had a solid year so far. The Haas does need some upgrades. I think it's getting to that point where we do need to see some upgrades on that car. Um, But they will come, and it looks like they're going to come around the time of the British Grand Prix. But that being said, I think the car does look relatively strong. Probably not strong enough to be in the top 10, but definitely strong enough to be up there in the midfield fight. Magnussen was pushing quite hard during this. He's been away for a year Um, But I think he'll come back strong. And I think we'll see him there or thereabouts. um, You know, fighting in and around the top 10. But not quite there. Speaking of fighting in and around the top 10. I'm going to put Yuki Tsunoda in P11. Um, The reason for this is that I think he's been quite strong. But I don't think he's quite up there with Gasly. um, And I don't think that car really has much more to put into it. Um, So I think he's going to be fighting a little bit on the edge. And we saw a little bit of instability around that car during free practice. And it looks like... I. You know, I just Yuki when he's not quite comfortable, the car tends to make mistakes and this is not a track where you can do that, but I do think he'll recover from any mistakes he makes. I don't think he'll go over. It's not like last year Yuki he is definitely progressing quite a bit. so I think just on the edge of the points is probably where we'll see him. First on the points in P10, I'm gonna put Sebastian Vettel. the new Alpha uh sorry, the new uh, Aston Martin does seem to be a little bit of a step up, especially in race trim. Um, however, in qualifying trim, I don't think it's spectacular, but again, going back to this over and over again, this is a track where Vettel does tend to go quite well. We saw last year he got some amazing overtakes, uh, especially coming down outside of the pit lane against Gasly, and I think Vettel's going to be able to wrangle that car a lot further up than Stroll will in qualifying. Uh, I'm wondering then, will we see at the next race in Azerbaijan, will they bring a new nose? because the nose that they have, and I've spoken to an aerodynamicist about this in the last week, the nose that they have on that car right now, if they're going along the lines of like a a Red Bull clone or that philosophy, that nose doesn't work with it, so I wonder if that's what's really key to unlocking this. In P9, I'm going to put Bottas. Again, this car is not particularly strong uh, around this track, even as we've seen. But Bottas does go really, really well here. And I think he'll be able to wrangle that car up into the top 10 when it comes to crack time qualifying. And if we look over the career of Bottas, even against Hamilton, qualifying is his strong point. And unless he gets a a two-day pit stop like he did last year, then I think P9 finishing for Bottas would be a pretty good one. Uh, In P8, um, just because I think he's doing a good job. I saw him in FP1, FP2, just really pushing hard. I'm gonna say Gasly. Uh, Again, uh, like I said about Sonoda, that car is not brilliant, but I think Gasly is anything if not consistent, and I think this is very much going to put him up into the points. I don't think he's going to be able to wrangle up a P6, P5, anything near to that. But I do think that a P8 is very much on the cards, and I think he's going to finish in P8, just behind uh, Fernando Alonso in P7. That car does look quite strong this year. All year it's been kind of pushing its way up further and further, um, and I think Alonso is on point. He does quite well here, or at least he did back in his heyday, um, and I think that he seems to be on kind of flying form. Strange flicker with the lights there. Um, so, I think that Alonso is going to be able to put it in P7. I think the challenge is past P7. The quality of drivers and cars is just mental. There's only one driver I'm going to put in the top six who probably shouldn't be there, and that is not the next person. In P. Yeah, P6. No, P7, sorry. So. If you could watch this video again and just add one to all of those, that'd be great. And I'm just, I could re-record this, but let's be honest, who cares? So in P7, I'm gonna put Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Not because he goes poorly around here, not because the machinery is going backwards. Um, Barcelona showed us that they do now understand this car. And I think that they'll make a jump tonight um, because he finished in, correct me if I'm wrong, in the comments like P12. Uh, during FB2. I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be up inside the points. But we saw that he just was not happy with that car. Even Russell was saying he had power unit issues. Hamilton was saying the bouncing was back and that the car was just unimaginably difficult to drive. Um, And I think this is a track where you do need very much to have a comfortable, confident car. And I don't think Mercedes has that this weekend. I think we're going to see them back on flying form when we leave. Maybe the street tracks, because even like last year we saw street tracks are not their forte. Now their car, I was expecting, I honestly, before, if I had done these predictions before seeing free practice, I would have put them 1-2, because I think that their car did extremely well in the chicane and sector 3 of Barcelona, which should mean they were good here. But I think they have a lot of work to do between now and qualifying, and I think Hamilton looks even less comfortable than Russell. And that's why I'm going to put him there. In P6, I am going to put Mr. Tonsillitis himself, Lando Norris. Um, that car seems to be doing extremely well around here, bar the fact that, obviously, Ricardo uh, doesn't seem quite comfortable with it. But, you know, he seemed to be doing uh, okay at some point. Norris seems to be on it around this track. And I don't think he can beat the Red Bull and Ferraris ahead of him. But I think a P6 would be genuinely on the cards for him. I think that would be a good result uh, as far as McLaren are concerned. And I think that would leave him in P6, just behind the Mercedes of George Russell. But that's him in a Williams. I really need to update these, uh, these graphics. Anyway, I think that Russell is uh, going to be able to extract a little bit more from that car than Hamilton will. He seems to be able to do a little bit better with that car even when, you know, he's a little bit um, out of sorts, if you say so. You know when the car is not quite on it russell seems to be able to just extract more i don't know if that's because he's just so used to being in a horrible back car on top of that we know that qualifying is his forte he's literally mr saturday and i think that his defensive skills that we saw at barcelona last year are going to mean that he's going to qualify quite high up there i don't think he's going to be able to get ahead of the red bulls and ferraris but i do think he's going to be best of the rest and in front of him in p4 here's where it gets interesting i'm going to put. Carlos Sainz. Now, looking at FP1 and FP2, Carlos Sainz, I should really be putting like P2, possibly go for a first win here at Monaco. But uh, I just, you know, I've seen this too many times so far this season. And until he has a really good, consistent weekend, just not going to be able to put Carlos up there anymore. I think that this car is just not gelling with him. And this is one of those tracks where, you know, free practice is one thing. But under qualifying conditions, especially because, you know, Leclerc is going to hit the barrier to take pole, um, I think it's going to be a tough one for him. So I'm going to put him P4. Um, I just think it's the way it's going to be. Unfortunately, in P3, and I say unfortunately because I'm going to put Perez. Okay? And the reason I'm going to do that is not because he's been terrible in free practice. In fact, he's been faster through FP2 than Verstappen was pretty much consistently throughout the whole time. Can Perez qualify ahead of Verstappen? I don't think so. I think Verstappen, you know, he takes that qualifying. He he just seems to put it all onto point, even if he's behind for everything. When push comes to shove, Verstappen seems to jump ahead in qualifying. But I think that if even if he qualifies ahead of Verstappen, team orders are going to pump their little head back in, aren't they? And I don't think he's going to be fast enough to beat Verstappen and Leclerc. Therefore, I don't think he's going to get the win. And I hate to say that because as most of you know watching this, I am nothing if not a massive Perez fanboy. In front of him in P2, I'm going to put Verstappen. He goes well around here, or at least he did uh, last year. Before that, he basically had the same problems as Leclerc where he'd either DNF or just have a terrible result. But Verstappen, I think, it's very much got on top of his Monaco woes and I think there's no reason why he won't qualify either P1, P2. Um... But I think P2 is on the cards for him. And the reason I say that is just because I think if anyone's going to take P1, I think it's Curse Boy himself. I think Leclerc is going to take this as the year to get over the curse. A lot of people are saying that they think Leclerc is going to DNF again and it's going to continue on. I don't think so. And the reason I don't think so is because when it really counted last year for Max Verstappen, he was able to put it on point. I think we're going to say the same this year. I think Leclerc finally has a car that can fight for a championship and was running ahead for most of this championship. And I think that's definitely one of those situations where he's going to oh, you know, he's going to take that curse and chuck it in the bin. And when it really counts, when he has a car that can win a championship, he's going to put it on point and he's going to be consistent throughout this. He had amazing pace in FP2. And I just think that's where he's going to be. So let me know what you think of the comments. This is obviously just predictions. These are more just for fun. This is just my expert opinion. So go ahead and let me know in the chat the predictions, in the comments, whatever, uh, where it is. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next weekend, or next week, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, for a new video, which is going to be all about Sebastian Victor. Thanks for watching. Goodbye.